and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 353. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? Oh, the one, two, the one, two. They'll never know that we did an intro where you introduced Crash First and had a conversation about it. They'll never know. They'll never know. Unless you're watching it live on patreon.com slash mcfixer. Just saying. I'm just saying. Easy what, plug What there. a plug. You Easy could plug watch there. the failed intro if you want. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens sometimes. And the one and only two fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Oh, yeah, good. you lost the energy, didn't you, Crash? You lost the energy. I, I can did, tell. I, I can tell. I, I know. Really do an intro a I know. Time. <laughs> and see, you got you got to learn. You got to learn. It's hard. It's hard out here when you do something wrong, and no one ever sees it unless you go to Patreon.com/slash. To be fair, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, I did. I did. It was all my fault. It was all my fault. <laughs> I didn't check the. I didn't check the levels before we started. That's that's on me. That's on me. How are we both, boys? How are we? Have we been playing games? Have we been enjoying life? Matt, Matt looks Matt looks like a guy that's about to say no. Uh, no, actually, my, my game list, we'll get to it later on, but my game list this week is mad. Oh, and I'm excited okay. to chat about it. Fair a good enough. mad or a bad mad? Uh, a good mad let's find out when we get there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. If you Just didn't weird. know... Uh, my Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast right here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and of course all podcast services please remember to go and review us over on iTunes we beg of you for five stars and then the feedback but five stars is the minimum alright we need the five stars and of course we forget well, I forget often Spotify Spotify has ratings now remember just to click that you've listened to all and give us a nice uh is that a star system as well? I think it's five stars again as well. Oh, I brought up Spotify right yeah, there. There you go. I believe it is. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. And a quick shout out to FNH Paul. I met up with him this weekend. It's his last weekend in England. We went to uh, a place called Gravity in England. It's got like an arcade. It's got mini golf. It's got a bunch of virtual games and stuff. We spent a few hours together, had a couple of beers, enjoyed each other's company. It was a good time. It was a, it was an emotional time because I planned to spend more time with Paul, but I didn't get didn't get a chance to. So it was a little upsetting for me. A little upsetting. It happens. It happens. Topic of the show this week. Reports Ubisoft buyer via private equity looms as projects face problems. Look, I'm not even going to bother reading this, but go over to Bloomberg where this was first reported. Um, a bunch of information being thrown out there, Crash. We're looking at what what are the prices we're looking at. What, what, what are the prices being reported for a Ubisoft? We, obviously, we got... Activision so, at 69 bill, Bungie at 3.6 bill. Like, yeah, so Ubisoft's latest net worth, um, and I think it was updated like April 21st, if I'm not mistaken, um, was $4.73 billion. Jesus. That's their net worth. So if they're bought, it's probably a higher value than that by a little bit. So Twitter just got bought for how much? Uh, $44 billion. 44. 44. 44 billion. And I think, I'm pretty sure, offer accepted pending, you know, federal approval and yeah, all that yeah. nonsense by the, the big space Elon Musk man. Damn. Weird. Wild. Would and you have thought that Activision was valued higher than it would, somebody would pay more for Activision than Twitter? Yes. I would have assumed Twitter was worth more. 
No, Activision I, makes. I would assume Activision makes more money than Twitter. One thousand. Twitter might be bigger than the like Activision as a company in terms of the, like the public eye, but definitely doesn't make. No, definitely doesn't make more money. Agree with that. Agree with that. So the first question everyone's going to ask is, and it is of course our title because very big opportunity to put is Xbox buying Ubisoft in the title? Of course. Um, is Xbox going to buy Ubisoft? Crash. Xbox no. buying Ubisoft. No, end of conversation. No. Done. Boring. End of conversation. That's gotcha. It. We gotcha this week, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, obviously not. It's, I guess. I guess this is the yeah. whole. The whole thing it, is it's private. Pri and yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. go on. Um, I think the issue, like even so, private investors are the ones who are looking. The rumored people looking into buying Ubisoft, and even if Microsoft technically could right now, I think with the Activision deal going on, and that is for sure a bigger deal. And, more valuable to them i think everybody would agree on that that they wouldn't want to take ubisoft and risk that being muddy muddied in any sort of way um, that hurt just that hurt for me to hear you say that because i love yeah. ubisoft games way more than I, that than activision games yeah but um yeah no you're right you're right call of duty world of warcraft overwatch like yeah. and the list goes king makes... and the list goes on and on and on but th that hurt that stung hearing you yeah. say that that stung that stung yeah. I, I, I um, won't, yeah but yeah so i i don't i just don't see microsoft doing it as long as like it's gonna happen relatively soon mm. i think the deal would have to be completely finalized and the purchase completely go through before microsoft even like look and start approaching that I'm sure there's a conversation being had. I don't think Microsoft would leave it without even talking to Ubisoft if it's on the table. Yeah. But like a conversation being had and something actually happening out of that are two different things. Two big different things. Matt, where are you at on this one? What do you, what do you, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Where, where, what's going to happen? Ubisoft stay independent or are they getting bought out by somebody? I, I just don't know like like my instinct when i initially heard about this was that they, they would stay independent like they fought off takeovers before like that's happened right and and i don't know that all the language coming out about this doesn't seem like they're trying to fight this off right maybe i don't know we're, we're reading between the lines and like you know it's rumors and leaks and all those kinds of things and so nothing's concrete yet we don't know on. No, so, well, the, the big thing here in the report is obviously, according to reports, Ubisoft is facing numerous internal problems that could lead to the company being sold, including various projects, um, including the remake of Splinter Cell. Yeah. Um, you've got Assassin's Creed uh, Infinity, um, the next Far Cry project, the next Ghost Recon project. Don't forget, you've got that Avatar game that we still know absolutely nothing yeah. about. Mario Rabbids. No, that's not an Xbox game, but still big 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 uh stuff there's a lot of there's a lot of moving plates going on over there and again this is me shooting from the hip a little bit but it doesn't seem like a lot happening um in terms of games coming out or it's yeah. is it weird that like i don't anytime a game gets a release date nowadays i just don't believe it i'm just like yeah we'll see We'll see. I don't no, think anybody believes release dates <laughs> right now. This past two years have been rough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've all been burned. Um, and yeah, I think everybody's yeah. in the same boat at this point. Yeah, so they were also talking about, like, in particular, like, Assassin's Creed. Um, I think it was Ghost Recon and a third big game for them, like you mentioned, are, like, yeah. they're taking a lot longer than they predicted. And, like, Assassin's Creed also is a bi-yearly game at this point, right? It's yeah. not a yearly release anymore. So that's taking even longer than that. And I think that does bring up issues. I do think part of it is also looking at the Activision uh, aspect of it. And I'm sure that people are like 
pushing for this idea even more like oh this will definitely happen because activision also had their own internal issues and oh. all this stuff and the easiest way for them to remedy it is sell so i'm sure yeah. there's like that dialogue going um but i wouldn't be surprised that regardless of whether ubisoft plans to they are having conversations with people because people are approaching them like hey you guys are having all these issues maybe maybe we can help you let's loosen our purse we'll let you guys leave rich and everybody will be happy everyone will be happy because we'll get the ip and we get to be whoever it, it is guys. whoever it is gets to yeah. be the quote-unquote good guys and they are rescuing the company from um the evil people which are evil that's not air quotes for that one um yeah. but yeah you know it's a I don't, I don't view microsoft as the good guys in the activision deal i i view them as business people making a business yeah. move the internet on the other hand would like to betray it a different way that's not how i view it i view it more as a case of you saw a business opportunity and you took it someone here is seeing a business opportunity and they're probably gonna take it my question is Obviously, I don't think Microsoft do this. I do agree with you, Crash, where like they've just got too much going on right now. And obviously the conversation around monopolization and stuff like mm. that. Like adding Ubisoft onto that. I would if if this happened, I'd absolutely just be like, no, no, there's no way. Like I don't think even I could agree with that at that point. Um what about take two though? Could you see a take two or who and I don't think it'll be Tencent because they've already fought off Tencent for a reason. Don't know what those reasons are. Obviously, I don't want to speculate on any yeah. of that either. Um, yeah, could you see a Take Two coming in, or do you think this will literally be private people just coming across and then being like, "You can still operate as Ubisoft, but now we own you"? Yeah, Take Two's definitely something that I think could happen. Um, but then again, it's it's just a question of are they the right company to get them? And then there's also the um, private investment companies that are looking at them and maybe they have more capital to spend in this where Take-Two yeah. might be looking at other stuff. And who's the one who bought, keeps buying um, a whole bunch of companies that isn't Tencent? Uh, they bought the people that make Saints Row. Mm. Why am I forgetting their name? THQ. THQ People who bought THQ, yeah. Ah. You think no, they ain't, they, do it? they ain't got that type of money, bro. They ain't got that type of money. No, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't think so. I was just throwing <laughs> it out there because they do buy a lot of companies as well. Yeah, true. Um, I know they do that as well. Uh, yeah, do you think there's a possibility Sony buys them? For us, I'd the other. Not. Yeah, yeah, that's the other conversation, right, that I've seen floating around as well. And I actually think it's more likely, well, certainly more likely than Microsoft, but I think we've all kind of come down on the fact that it's, almost definitely not microsoft gonna be a thing um but yeah like like fixer was saying about the monopolization thing even the fact that people are whispering about that with the activision deal they don't want to throw ubisoft into that as well and give that argument more weight i think um and so yeah of, of everybody i could see it being sony especially with their sort of messaging um around the reason for buying bungie is to expand their ip beyond video games right and and seeming to hint at like destiny movies or tv shows or you know and obviously them doing an uncharted movie and stuff like that kind of pushing that direction um you know ubisoft ip is is begging for that kind of stuff to be done well enough <laughs> okay yeah you yeah, i get you uncharted yeah. well enough doesn't make it good doesn't make it great well enough they did, they did try money. They did try already with Assassin's Creed once before. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
100 and drop the ball I'm so. <laughs> um yeah i the only thing i see with the issue i see with ubisoft and um uh, PlayStation is that a lot of the areas that Ubisoft succeeds with like the third person games is like places Sony's already succeeding in. So for cool. that aspect, it's a question of like, does Sony invest in that? But when you're looking at big company Sony with movies and TV shows and all this stuff, like maybe they can do it, but maybe for just those things, the four point whatever billion dollars is just a little bit too much, mm. including the baggage that comes with Ubisoft with all the allegations they've had. Yeah. It makes life complicated as well with Ubisoft being pretty tight with Nintendo, um, with sort of Rabbids and stuff like that. You know, like it, that would. Oh wait, I, I changed my opinion. Sony's buying them. <laughs> what to get a Mario <laughs> game on PlayStation? What's That's not how it works. That's not yeah. how it works. Sackboy Rabbids is coming out. Sackboy oh Rabbids game is coming out. <laughs> Jesus, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah, I think yeah. it's an interesting one. Um, I, I am. I'm, I, do you know, it's a weird one where I'm like, I just don't know. But again, I think it's like all these buyouts. I never saw Bethesda happen. I never saw Activision happening. So yeah. never say never, because there's no point in saying that. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Uh, let's move on to fix this sack real quickly. Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Welcome in new listeners, by the way. I know you came over from Unlocked. We do appreciate you. Uh, also, you can hit us up on Twitter at MCFixer, at MattPVideo, and at CrushNitPlays with the hashtag MXAM. First question we have here is from Origin cookie man who's been in my twitch chat watching gta roleplay and he's i'm pretty sure he's addicted i'm not gonna lie he's asking all sorts of questions he hasn't got a clue what's going on half the time he's got favorite characters so i'm just saying i'm just saying uh first up one of the newly announced uh, game modes for halo infinite multiplayer is called last spartan standing which will which with a 12 player free for all five lives and kills earning weapon upgrades sounds a lot like their take on fortnite's battle royale mode when compared to other uh game modes slayer team deathmatch capture the flag etc 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 do you think it will rank rank in popularity crash uh i don't i I don't think it'll be that popular. Halo is very much so a team game mode. I'm not saying that there won't be people playing it, um, but the lack of a team aspect from it and it being free for all just makes me think that uh, it might be there to test systems as opposed to really be a individual game mode, unless we see a team-based mode come out from this. Gotcha. I know I've been quite down on Halo. Um... In terms of its popularity, not the quality of the game or anything like that. I don't think anything saves that game other than the Battle Royale. I honestly believe that. In terms of like popularity, not quality or anything like that, the the magnitude not the magnitude, the I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for here, but like the 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 power, I guess, what BR means in the gaming mm. space right now is humongous. And we all knew it when it launched, that it should have launched with a Battle Royale. It didn't. They wanted to fight against that or they wasn't prepared um, enough. They didn't see where the industry was going with Halo when they should have, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I, I just, it's, it's so interesting because you see how quick Fortnite can adapt. And then you look at other games and you're like, why can everyone not adapt that quickly? Like, yeah. what, what, what have they got that's so special 
and clearly it's a great tools, a great amount of tools um, that they know how to use perfectly, and they know how to. I don't think we quite give Epic enough credit if we're being serious when it comes to what they've done with Fortnite. Though it's popular, just how quickly they can adapt. I'm telling yeah. you, if 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 a if a, another game mode comes out tomorrow and blows up, Fortnite will have it in less than a month. I just want to say I gave Fortnite credit when they came out with their BR okay. mode, unlike somebody. That's me. That's yeah. true. That's me. I did that. That was me. <laughs> um, hey, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I bought AMC yeah. stock when it was tanking. That was on me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just... Yeah. No, I don't think so. Matt? Yeah, I I, I am really uh, brokenhearted that people are clinging to this last Spartan standing thing to be a battle royale. Like, it, it for me, it doesn't ring a battle royale at all in any way. No. Um, and, and I think, you know, Halo Infinite didn't have the greatest launch. Like, people were excited about that game, but, like, Big Team Battle, which is one of the big deals of Halo Infinite, sucked and was it was almost impossible to get into a game for so long. Um. And that kind of just proves that they're not ready to do a battle royale. They're not ready to do a, a game mode in Halo with 100 people. Um, and people are saying that this 12-player free-for-all is a battle royale is so disappointing a, uh, to me. Important thing, 3 for 3 is not ready to do a battle royale. That's true. Yeah. Halo is ready. 3 for 3 is not. Yeah, three that's, a, that's a fair, fair statement. That's a fair statement. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this sounds to me like Gun Game from uh, the old Call of Duty games. Yeah, it, and, it, 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 it is absolutely that is exactly a what game it is. Game. A small. I was gonna say smaller, but it's not really a smaller game. It's just you have less lives. Yeah, Stand exactly. Game, back in the day, was like eight players or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. It yeah, I can't remember. Player. They did different iterations of it in different Call of Duty games, didn't they? And, and I always yeah. quite enjoyed it. I always quite enjoyed playing it with friends. Yes. And it was quite a good like party game mode. So, yeah. Crash, while I agree with you that I think. Halo is is kind of a team-based game and people think of it as a very team-based game. I do think something, a party mode like this could work. Um, you, go on. You want to know where you get the party mode, which will... Do we want to just pull up the Halo Yeah, story? yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, please. Feel free. Go for it. You go yeah, for it. So there's a... So um, Halo Infinite um, 343 announced like the roadmap for the upcoming year and one of the things on that is actually Forge mode. Yeah. Forge mode is launching open beta in September, which some people are saying Forge mode isn't coming out at all. It is open beta. It's not for a while. It's in September. But that is where you get the party modes. Agreed. Like Forge is one of the best things to come out of Halo since Halo 3. Um, and Halo 5 especially had a fantastic Forge mode. So why wasn't it there at fucking launch? That's that's if, the f delay. If it's that, I'm not a Halo guy. You lot know that. I, I enjoyed yeah. the campaign and stuff like that. And like you haven't shut up about Forge, mo Forge mode from even yeah. Halo Five days. Like you were still yeah. fixed. You got to play this fixed. They got this mode fixed. They got. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, bro. I just don't care. Like I just don't care. The one time you've got my attention for Halo, yeah. I'm using a Halo bloody keyboard right now, and you guys, I can't put it up. I tried. Um, and you try, it, and you guys didn't launch with, like, this mode that's meant to be, like, the creme de la creme. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I, to their defense, and it's not a whole defense, it's they are, one. from, like, the rumors and the stuff, <laughs> from the rumors and the stuff that's leaking, they are adding a lot of tools to Forge that weren't there previously, especially with, like, AI and stuff like that. So, like, I could see why it took longer. The only problem with it taking longer is that co-op was also delayed and a whole bunch of stuff that feels like it should be there or should have been there mm. um 
got delayed as well because like even if you're looking at the roadmap to season three honestly it's pretty dry bones there's not a lot of stuff there's three game modes i think two confirmed maps i don't know if they're going to be coming out with more maps um and then season three is not until november so it's not looking good for the rest of this year for halo until at least forge comes out for me because that's uh when we'll get the big launch and i think co-op I think I have it written here. Yeah, co-ops August. That's when that's coming out, which is cool. We're going to be getting that in August, or they're aiming for it, for it to be out in August. Um, but it's just, it feels like it's not enough as a, as a whole package for Halo right now, especially what's coming out. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I think sort of of everybody in the podcast, I've been continuing to play Halo for the longest and dipping back in occasionally. Um, I'm sure me and my mates will dip back in for this. I'm, uh, yeah, intrigued by this last by understanding thing, but I I think we've mentioned it before. Like, it's, it, I'm convinced now, 100%, that Forge will release and somebody will beat 343 to making a BR in Halo. Because if they allow you to have teams as big as a big team battle, then you're at, what, 24 people, is it? Big team battle, 24 people. Does that sound right? Yeah. Bubble side. Sounds right. Um, then we're already off to a better start than this 12 all But to be rubbish. To be fair with this, it's people calling it a battle royale, not three. That's person. true. Like, this that is, is a battle royale. Which just so shows how desperate people are, right? Like, what yeah. What about this screams battle royale to you? But everybody's right in that story. It's the most interesting thing because I feel like there's a camp that really wants this to be the battle royale and there, there's a camp that wants Halo not to have a battle royale whatsoever and I'm just confused. Like, this isn't a battle royale, but Halo should 100% have a battle yeah. royale. 100%. Next question. Indie Flick says, having recently finished a first run of Elden Ring and about to 100% finish Tunic, do you think... Do you guys think future games will be influenced to become more like these examples of world building with regards to how they don't hold the player's hand to go and discover the story and secrets they uh, represent representative world hold? And would this style of gameplay be what you guys would play more of knowing how much Crash and Matt have enjoyed Elden Ring? Have you played Tunic yet? I assume that was written as in like a how dare you lot? You haven't spoken about Tunic once, you there's scrubs. No, there's no exclamation park. Yeah, there's but I, I took care of that. Other than tunic. I took care of that. I you can take it however you want. For me personally, I think most people know my opinion on this already. Like, no, I hate this type of um, world building, storytelling. And that's not because I don't think that it's good. It's just because I don't understand it. I, I, I've, I'm very needy in my face i do unfortunately it needs to be very on the nose it needs to be in my face i you know how some people dislike it when a film is trying to make you feel a type of way or yeah. a game is trying to make you feel empathetic to a character i enjoy that i want the game right. to hold my hand i want the game to be like now be sad for this person now hate that person and then it allows me to make up my mind on how i feel where like these type of games don't do that. They 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 is super open. It's super like how you interpret this wall is how this wall yeah. will act towards you. How you interpret this this monster is how it feels. That's how I, the way you not talk about Elden Ring. That's how that. I feel. That's how I, I feel. I'm just saying, that. but not for me. No, I I will say like for me, I feel like what makes Elden Ring as popular as it is isn't the story or the world really. It is the reward for playing the game. 
it's every time you go into a dungeon you get rewarded for that and i do think we'll see stuff like that i don't think necessarily we'll see the same type of story and world building and if we do there, a lot of games have tried doing story and world building like this and it's something that's really hard to pull off and i feel like any other developer would mess it up and i feel like we will see people obviously try and emulate this this happens all the time in big game mode a uh, big new game type happens a bunch of people hop on the train and try and emulate it i don't think a lot of them will be successful because they might be looking at the wrong things to be emulated hmm yeah, I totally agree with everything you guys said. Like like when Breath of the Wild came out, right? Then for the next two years, we were going, oh, it's it's this, but Breath of the Wild. And people will be doing that about Elden Ring for the next two years. Um, a lot of people will fail. Some will do it okay. And the ones that will do it okay are the smaller games like Tunic. And I'm hearing great things about Tunic. I have not played it yet. It is on my list as soon as I finish Elden Ring. And I'm getting close. Can I make a complaint? Please, bro. I hate the Tunic comparison to Elden Ring. Oh, Really? Tunic did not come out in response to Elden Ring. No, of course not. No, 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 no. That's no, not what. No, that's I get not it, what. I get it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I get it. That's not what they're saying either. But I've seen a lot of people draw that comparison, and I think it really is um, diminishing towards what Tunic is when you construct Look, conversations around that. I knew yeah. what Tunic was before I even knew what Elden Ring was. That's how long this oh, game's absolutely. been in development. All right, people. I remember absolutely. playing this and yeah. EGX Reds three or four years ago like yeah. yeah so yeah no i get what you're saying though it's not a it's not apples to oranges here to be honest with you yeah yeah i just no no and uh yes tunic is on my list to play i've got a whole list of um games that i'm currently working through which is super weird because i'm playing games i'm playing stuff but i'm not really talking about them because i'm not far enough in enough on certain games to even have an opinion you know, yeah. I've, I've kind of taken my own advice where like, you remember you, I've spent to you guys where I'm like, I feel like I need to better sit down and play for eight hours. And I'm like, I've realized at almost I'm 30 this year in a couple of months. And the way my life works currently is like, I'm never going to just have a couple of hours anymore. I'm never going to have eight hours to sit down and play insert game here. So I've been chipping away at a few games. Me and Haley are going to start um, uh, Tiny Tina as well so i've been waiting for her to start that because i don't see the point in starting it multiple times me and chris were meant to play it but he never got back to me because he's a scrub um, no 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 that's not correct oh what happened do you remember we said like oh we're gonna play it and the date that you had put to play it was the day before you went to texas sounds right uh moving on yeah. <laughs> uh, uh wait are you planning it crush you played it right uh, I've played it. I played it when I was in the gaming in my gaming run. I enjoyed what I played, but I do plan. I'm now just getting out of that that rut. I plan on going back to it with a fresh mind. Okay, okay. Uh, Top list says this. Another slow news week. So my question for you guys is: Are you enjoying Moonlight currently? Currently, and have you guys booked your tickets for Doctor Strange two yet? Or uh, and are you excited for it? Funny enough, we talk about Marvel on our pre-show. You're here at the end of... Our post-show, I should say, sorry. At the end of the month. So that'll be a good listen for yes. Patreon supporters. Definitely check that out. Um, so, am I enjoying Moonlight? No, I haven't even started it. Haven't even Ew. started it. I know, we spoke about this already. And the main question here, though, is... Have you guys booked your tickets for Doctor Strange 2? Matt? Yes. Crash? And I have, yes. So there you go. 
but also, who do you guys think will be the main character for aiming Amy Amy Hennig's Marvel game? Hmm. Hmm. I hmm. would love for them to pick a character that hasn't been explored in uh, like a lot, right? Like I think Moon Knight is a great example. Like I'm not saying pick Moon Knight now, but like before the Disney Plus show was announced, even really deep lore Marvel comic book people didn't really know who Moon Knight was. And I think this is the most fleshed out version of Moon Knight. That's such a bad take. Even though I know that's, that's a bad true. take, Matt. Matt, even I'm not, not that guy, huge but guy in the character. You in just said, context. you just true. said, Matt, you're going to kill yourself out here on the internet. The internet are going to come for you, you're not bro. Internet. They're going to come for you. Like, Jesus, stop. Like, no, that's a bad take. That's a bad take. Crash. I'm not saying that Moon Knight's big. No. What you said was people who are really into Marvel didn't really know who Moon Knight was. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Give me a Punisher game. It's a good Uh, show. Give me a Punisher game that explores, like, like like, him actually, like, you know, I kill people all the time. And he has to actually deal with that. You know? It's like, I imagine it being like a Max Payne. Yes, game. exactly. But, would be but like better. I don't want that from Amy Henning. What? She made your giant games. That would be yeah, awesome. You want to know? You wanna... <laughs> Actually, you know what? To be honest, yeah, she never deals with the fact that Nathan Drake kills a whole bunch it, of That's people. my point. So I'm saying. Just avoid that in no, yeah, I'm saying okay. story wise, you know like, you should actually explore, like. That's why I don't want it because she doesn't write that. She ignores all the killing. Oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Well, who would you like, Crash? I have three things written down here. Okay. Um, One is what I think it'll most likely be based off the rumors we had gotten a while ago, which is Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, There's the rumors for the Daredevil games. I think there's a good chance it's Daredevil, especially like there's the possibility of the reboot from the Netflix series to uh, Disney Plus and whatnot. Um, and a lot of the stuff Marvel does in terms of everywhere is advertisement for other stuff they're doing. Agreed. So a game would further the reboot and what if he appears in future movies and whatnot. Um, the next one I have is uh, Namor, who is Marvel's Aquaman version. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> We hate water levels, like... though. Fuck that. No way. I, I hate water levels, but it doesn't have to be a game underwater. Just make it. Namor, but not underwater, which no, some sucks. people will be really mad at. I <laughs> that just don't kind of doesn't make sense. Jesus. He's not always underwater. He doesn't have to be underwater. Um, and then the third one, which I don't think will happen, which I think would be a really cool one, would be Cloak and Dagger. If uh, they had a Hulu series for this, if anybody yeah. watched the Hulu series, it was pretty good. It was good. on Netflix over here, I think. Yeah, it was. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So over here was on Hulu, but um, it's it would be really good. I'd love to see that happen, and it also be they borrow the GTA mechanic where you would switch between characters in GTA oh, Five okay. and have that because it's two different characters. And doing a superhero game like that, I think, could be pretty interesting. But I, I think Daredevil's probably like the safest bet for a uh, game to come out of that. I tell you what, I don't the want. issue. I don't want Hulk. Yeah, no, we no. don't want Hulk games. Come on, come on now. No thanks. Difficult to a Hulk game has to be like a twenty or forty dollar game. That's just like go around and mess around as the Hulk. Go and yeah. smash things up. Yeah. The thing that strikes me as um, Daredevil is not the best idea for a Marvel game is that Daredevil's USP is that he's blind, and how do you give the player that exp- like 
Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yes, just not a don't. factor. How you do you can't. make a gameplay mechanic out of that? You can't. You don't have to. No. Well, I agree you don't have to, but, like, then well, it's just the beat em up like any other thing, right? You you played uh, the Batman games? Yes. So you know how you can scan and see people through walls and stuff like that? That's what they're going to do with Daredevil. Yeah, okay. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yeah, and okay. every time you're, like, countering attack from somebody behind, a little thing will pop up above your head similar sure. to the spider-man game it's like there you go Give me oh, a... but then also in the daredevil you can have scenes where you're a lawyer and you're using that because he can like smell what you had for breakfast and shit and tell if you're lying so make it that fighting batman style and then lawyer scenes that are like la noir boom there's oh, your game yeah there you, there you go that's actually pretty good i figured it out i actually like that we give did me a, give me a blade game yeah, that's a, a game fucking cool. great shape. Give me a blade game, Again, but like, you, you gotta give me the, the Metal Gear Solid Rising sword mechanics. I want it to be that precise. I'm chopping apples in half and stuff. Yeah, that's what I want. Got yeah. it. Got it. I don't know. Again, it's like, I don't know if I want Amy Henning writing it. And not that she's not fit great and fantastic at writing, but for me, whenever I, like, I'm thinking about her, I'm thinking of Uncharted type games. Yeah. I don't know if I associate Blade with that. No, but you kind of want Blade to be a bit campy and a bit yeah. on the nose. Uncharted's more adventurous. Yeah, I'd want Blade not to. I'm a hundred percent not a doubt in her capability of doing it. It's just not having not, seen that though. I think you're. I think we're like discussing two different things though, because I think like Uncharted's story. We're talking about story here, right? Because she doesn't. I, that's what she I'm doesn't make about. the game. She she writes the, the these fantastic worlds and story. And you've seen what she can do with an Uncharted style game in Indiana Jones. Now give her Blade. I think it would be cool. I agree. That's just my two bob. What do I know? What do I know? Uh, moving on. Wait, Indie Flick also has this to say. Oh, the next question. I don't know how you've done this, Chris. You've confused me. Uh, Game Pass offers such a wide variety of games for us to try out. Recently, I started up Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. For the reason being, it's such a bizarre name. So my question is, what is the strangest video game name you can think of? And has that ever been enough to draw you in to a game? Um, I think the... Uh, what's the packing game called? Unpacking. unpacking. That's which, exactly which, what I thought of. I understand that's not like a bizarre name, but it kind of is for a video game. You know? Yeah. Like, what? Crash doesn't agree. I'm going could... to disagree so much. A strange name? Wait, a it, okay. Unpacking's not bizarre. Not even in games, unpacking's not bizarre. Bizarre? <sighs> An odd name? Sure. It's, a it's little what bit came to odd, my mind as well, Fear That's Six, cool, so. but bizarre? I'm going to back you up. I just think it is, because, like, we, we, I don't know, we live in a world where, like, you know, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, uh, Far oh. Cry, you know, and then, like, oh, you've got this okay. weird game with, like, a, a kind of pinkish cover, and, like, it, like, do you know what I mean, right, Matt, with that? Like, and then it's, like, unpacking. Okay, but, okay. Kind of bizarre. This says this says title. Now you're adding covers into it. I, I'm just now you're adding the whole. The, also, also in defense, Call of Duty is a bizarre name. Assassin's Creed, not that bizarre. Far Cry is a bizarre I name. Think I'm, a lot of video game titles are bizarre. That's I, like over the top bizarre. Mario and Luigi, no, kind of weird. You know, kind of no, bizarre not, name because that's the name of the characters. <laughs> you know what's a good one, but 
is bizarre again like zooming out and realizing call of duty is kind of a bizarre name um dino crisis dino crisis is a fucking great name well yeah they put it on a whiteboard they went there's gonna be dinosaurs and you're gonna be in crisis (laughs) we're gonna call it dino crisis i like that Hmm. okay it's like a 90s action movie just throw die and hard together and that's an action movie franchise name die hard i mean banjo kazooie you know banjo kazooie final fantasy it's the Final Fantasy, that but there's been the there's Final been fourteen Fantasy. of them. God damn it! There's been four worlds, so it's every world's Final Fantasy. Oh my no, god, that's wild! That's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. That is true. You're all right. Game names are just weird. They're just yeah. they've always been weird, and yeah. I feel like more recently they've been quote unquote better, but they're still weird when you really think about them. I think in retrospect, unpacking's a pretty normal name. <laughs> no, it. it no. You know what I mean, though. Like I know what you mean. In retrospect to other games, to everything else, it. if you like, okay. if you like, took if you took all these games, and my my thing is this: how my head went to this was like, which one of these games can my mum understand? That's bizarre. That's the bizarre one because my mum doesn't understand games. So you give her so the Call of Duty, the one she goes, "Oh, that makes sense." That's the bizarre one, you know, the one that she can understand. I, that's I, the bizarre one. I get where you're coming from. I'll let you rock with it. I don't agree, but I'll let you rock with it. I guess that's the fun of being able to interpret things in very different ways, Crash. We're all very different as human beings. (laughs) You just... uh, I never realized you were so sophisticated. I'm just saying, I can be... I can can do a whole podcast like that. I'm just letting you all know. I can speak properly and not be this energetic ball of mess that stumbles his words. I could be that. I just choose not to be. Listen to me on Unlocked every anytime. I'm on there. I speak perfectly fine and slower there. <laughs> um, going back to the question very quickly, uh, have you ever, has a name alone ever brought you into a game? I did download a game on Game Pass the other day. I haven't played it yet, called Rubber Bandits. And I enjoyed the name very much. And then I looked at the trailer and I was like, this is exactly what I want it to be. I'm going to try it. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been brought in because of a name. I've done it a lot because of covers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like, I don't know if I'm alone on this, but I feel like in Game Pass era, because there's so little, when you're looking at the screen with all the little portraits, it's so hard to pull somebody in with that with that little game, the little the little screen Dude. they give you. Yeah. Like, think, feel... about it, think about it logically, though, right? Like, what do we do? We see a game title, we see a, we see a front cover. The next thing you do is you go to YouTube and Google the trailer. That's what you do yeah. nowadays. You don't even gameplay. That's instantly what you do. You don't base things yeah. off of that anymore. Sorry. Disagree. I installed three games on Game Pass because of the cover. Really? Yes. Because it, it, I looked at it and I was like looking at this whole big screen. Part of it's also because I've missed a whole bunch of games and I'm like, I want to get back to playing games because for a while, anything new that was coming on Game Pass for the most part... Um, I was at least looking at it or trying, um, and it's mm. back into getting that. But it was 100% which ones I downloaded were off the covers. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. So you We know. talked about it briefly before on the podcast, but um, I, I had a chipped PlayStation 2 when I was a kid. And um, the website that I used to buy games from were just names of games. Like, there allegedly. was no image. There was no... no allegedly. 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 There was no no names, no art, no cover art, no nothing. And back then, being a dumb kid, like the name was basically the only thing that would pull me in because there was no YouTube, the YouTube gameplay of stuff. 
Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'm different because I'm more a visual person, right? So, like, that's the first thing I do. See game, don't know if it's any good. YouTube trailer, so I can see if yeah. I'll even jive with this a little bit. A cover isn't going to tell me that, and I'm not wasting my time downloading something if I know I'm not going to enjoy it, you know? That's fair. But that's just me. That's just Among Us. What does that's that a bad mean? Name, isn't it? What's the, what, what does that mean? What's, Among Us? What the hell does that mean? Among Us? Among Us's name is very accurate to the no, game. No, it's perfect for the. Uh, that's that's. But it's bizarre. It's but humans fall flat. Now it makes sense in the English dictionary wor way of wording, but it's bizarre. You know. It is. It. I. It I, is. I think. I think I'm right on this one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I'm right. Like, like Halo Wars. That makes sense to but, me. Halo. Cool, they're video games. I, you know, I just look at the example he gave you. Even by gaming standards, the example he gave you is bizarre. Turn a boy commits tax evasion. That sure. is a bizarre as bizarre. Do you know what's, do you know what's more, more bizarre, bizarre than everything else? Yeah. Golf if you say with that. friends. No, it's not. Yeah, that's super bizarre. Do you know why? I don't have any friends. That's crazy, man. So the idea of the game is more bizarre than the title of the exactly. game. Exactly. I don't disagree, folks. Exactly. All right, disagree. last question for this week. Um, Sarah Squid 69 says this. Rivalries. They've been in games since the beginning of time. Sonic and Eggman. Mario and Bowser. Ken and Ryu. Crash and Dominoes. Pac-Man and, uh, and the Ghost. Red and Blue. Link and Ganon. Fixer and standardized reading comprehension exams. The you list goes on. Huh? You kicked that word's ass fix. Yeah. I smashed that, didn't you passed I? The test right I there. actually yeah, smashed absolutely. that. You lot, you thought, yeah, F you, Sarah Squid. Uh, every iconic character has their own rival, which helps them grow and better themselves. My question is who are some of your favorite rivalries in games? Which rivalries in games do you want to see explore, uh, expanded upon? Oh, this is a. Even the way this was worded was brilliant. But this is a it great question. Good. You know hmm. what made me think, take pause then when you were reading all those names? I was like, Fixer's going to have a go because none of these are Xbox things. And I think that highlights maybe an issue. Like, Chief doesn't have a villain. This latest game, Chief absolutely has a villain. Yes. But besides that. Sure. Okay, fine. Also in Halo 2, you name you have, him? Well, not a, a villain, but a rival. Can I name him? <laughs> no. Matt, I'm very bad with names, so I'm not the person to ask. Ask me. If half these characters. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. These, but these are all very iconic. And 100%. here's the difference. That's my point. Yeah, but you you said none of these, these are, are all you said really old. None of these are PlayStation either. No, I know. These are also all very, very old. I think the idea of rivalries and the way that we've had them previously doesn't exist today because that's not how stories are written. And games have gotten a lot better at writing, even though they're miles from being fantastic. They're a lot better at writing and telling stories than they were back when these games came out, where the main draw to the game is like, that's the bad guy. That is who your rival is. And that's who you're trying to beat. Also, and a lot of these are examples of... of uh, games that target younger kids, and so killing the bad guy would be kind of. I don't. Rough. Yeah. Not only that, like I feel, I, I feel like Bowser. we've become better at, like, like you guys sound like you think about the world. Like, if you play a zombie, I've used The Last of Us, for instance, just for this scenario, but like, 
you fight against the zombies, which is the world, and then you have a bad guy that then moves on to the next game, next game, next game, right? The world is what your character is kind of fighting against more than said person who happens to be insert bad guy here. Um, but, I mean, mine's going to come back to Resident Evil. Like, I would have loved a real, actual, <laughs> make-sense story arc between... Um, Chris, Jill, Barry against Wesker, and a full-fledged. There was there was so much there that could have been done with the character of Wesker because people enjoy that character. Like yeah. he's campy, he's weird, he's silly. He has some terrible dialogue. Like don't get me wrong, but that whole story just gets destroyed in Resident Evil because like the way the story is told. Um, and I would love to have that to have been expanded upon, even just in Resident Evil 1. So, you don't think that uh, Resident Evil 5 is a good telling of it? Do you know what breaks my heart most about Resident Evil 5, Crash? Is the fact yeah. that is where Wesker ends. That is it. That is, and the way that they take out <laughs> Wesker honest, breaks my I heart. When I first played Resident Evil 5, I liked that fight. Me too. That was a fun fight. <laughs> when I first oh. played the whole of Resident Evil 5, I thought it was a good game. God, it's on retrospect, not. And then when you play it. it again, and you and go, again. hold up a minute. It doesn't make sense. Uh, hold up a minute. Yeah, Resident, Evil, Resident Evil don't make sense, but hold up a minute. Even this is too far for oh, me. Shoot. Even this is too far for me. Um, what about you, Matt? I can't really think of any. Like, my brain starts trying to pick out villains, like iconic villains, because the hero, you know, is the bounce off of the one that's more recognizable. I keep coming back to Vass in my head as like a good villain, but your but, protagonist is terrible in that, so there's no real back and forth. But is Vass a rival? I don't think he's a rival no. in that game. Yeah, he's just okay, he's just the enough. villain. Because like even even here, um Link and Ganon are put as rivals. I wouldn't put them as rivals. In, yeah, I suppose you're right. Red from, and like, blue. The other. Red and blue, yeah. So I, mm. I think it really depends on the definition of rival. So Vast could fit in like the Lincoln Ganon aspect, but even then I don't think it's as close as Lincoln Ganon. Hmm. Yeah. And okay, Lincoln yeah. Ganon have the whole like every single timeline, they're always against each other. So you could put the rival thing on that, I think. Um mine would be uh the the character from Pokemon Silver, the bad guy. I always enjoyed beating ass face every time we battled. Is that what you named him? I named him ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, no, great question, Zara. But um, yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, mine would definitely be Resident Evil related. It just has to be. Has to be. Um, let's jump into what's been in our box, boys. What have we all been playing? Matt, we'll start with you, as you teased us at the beginning of the show. Um, yeah. What have you been playing, dude? All sorts of crazy shit. Me and Emma have been trying to find a game that we can play together and, and fancy. And I've always said she would love Fable 2 because I love Fable 2 so much. He's a big fan of dogs. It's a bloody great game. It's an amazing game. Fantastic game. Not great on co-op. Me and Haley played it through co-op? Pretty terrible co-op. What? Oh, it's rubbish co-op, man. And, and he's, like, he's... I definitely have fonder memories of that game than 2022, Matt can put up matt's, with <laughs> matt's not incorrect that co-op has not lasted the ages fix what how does am i forgetting it am i not i'm not remembering so, right clearly player two essentially just drops in yeah you can skin your character you can buy stuff and get experience uh, and stuff but the way it shares is, is pretty weird yeah and then um 
you're you're also tethered together like there's no split screen which i wasn't expecting going into it um but yeah i th i think she'll enjoy fable 2 but i think she needs to play it on her own um and so yeah we put a couple of hours into fable 2 and i was like play yeah. it on your own this isn't it but it is still good amazing I've, i actually put that game that probably <laughs> game will probably make my top 10 list if, of, all, of time, all time i think it would probably make my top 10 list yeah maybe Fable 2 is really good a little old now, but for yeah. sure at the time it came out, fantastic. How have we not got a remake of Fable 2? We are that's getting fresh. a new Fable game. We we, no, new yeah, that's, like that's true. We're getting, no, I meant, like a, I meant a remake. Well, I, I think they could have remade any of the Fables other than Fable 3. Either yeah, Fable 1 or Fable 2. Yeah, but I don't want Fable 1 just because I never played that one. I so I don't I know if it's Fable. good. So... Give me Fable 2 because I like that one and I know it's good. Okay? Fable, Fable 1 could benefit the most from a remake. You know yeah. what was kind of shocking to me when she got to like the, the main town square? I knew where all the shops were. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remembered that Blacksmith is over there yep. and the bookshop there. And like that was like, wow, this game really did leave an impression on me when I played it. I remember that um, from when that I... When I did the when we got our series X's and we were doing the um, speed test, I remember when I booted into it, being like, "Wow, I remember this entire world like it, yeah. like it was yesterday." I was playing it when it definitely wasn't yesterday. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, what else you been playing? Uh, Battlefield One. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I know. I agree. It. I've never liked that game. Um, I still don't like it now. But my friends, for some reason. Fucking love that game. So, huh. like I always say, our version of going to the pub at the moment is Battlefield 1. And I wish I could convince them to play anything else. Um, but I can't right now. And so that's what we're playing. You know, you know what you convince them to play? Play Smite. Oh, my God. Bro, that's how you know mine and Crush's relationship is like we are friends. Like outside of podcasts and outside of work, this motherfucker made me play Smite. I've played Smite. That's how you know we're friends. It is. It is. We are very much um, shooters. Shooter people is kind of our. Uh, you aim so. in the game. It's it's. You, you do. You do consider aim. shooting. Don't ever download Smite. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's actually amazing, but it's just not bad. my type of game. Yeah, it's, not my. No, type no, it's of pretty game. bad. You're not wrong. It's, nah. Another game else? I've been playing. Yeah. yeah, another game that I've been playing that I've I think I mentioned before that me and my mates dipping out of occasionally Deep Rock Galactic, which yeah. gets better every time I go back to it. Like it still astonishes me that. I think there's like a really hardcore fan base for that online. Um, and people like rave about it and recommend it and stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's great. It gets uh, new content pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I mean. It like, it always shocks me. We go back into it and it's like, oh, there is loads of new stuff for us to do here. Um, and it's always good fun. And then also me and Emma tried I Am Fish, um, <laughs> which is uh, essentially you are a fish in a, in a fish bowl and you roll around and make your way through the levels trying to get to the sea um it's kind of like reminds me of like octodad um in both look and kind of tone i guess and it's it's fine great review it's you fine i've had an interesting week that was <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah crash what about you how interesting is your week man? uh i've i've played one game okay other than cyberpunk i've, I've kept on the cyberpunk train um, which is Tainted Grail, Grail Conquest. I don't believe it came out this year. I think it actually came out last year. Um, and it is a Slay the Spire-esque game where mm -hmm. you unlock different characters and they have their own 
cards and themes around them and you go and explore and it is the um roguelike experience of when you die you start over from the beginning and it all narratively ah. makes sense um and i enjoy it i actually think it's a, a pretty good game i do think that it is a 3d game as opposed to slay the spire being a 2d art style heavy game and i do think that's probably my biggest gripe with the game is that sometimes the art doesn't look amazing not that it looks bad um but sometimes when you have low budget 3d games they just don't yeah I'm, the way you'd like them to i'm looking at images of it now it doesn't look terrible but i can see what you mean by that it's not it's not the cleanest is it yeah um but yeah i i, I enjoy it i think if you're a slay the spire fan or um, those card-based type games i think this is one worth checking out uh it is on game pass console i don't think it's on game pass it is on game pass pc i just checked oh is it okay dope yep 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 um i've been playing fortnite more yep played some more enjoyed it got a solo win uh was nice. very happy um the thrill dude i yeah i forgot you know you know when you play something you're like wow that's what I need to get my mates into. Now, now there's no building. I think I can get them back into Fortnite. And that is so good. It's so yeah. good. I was I was really happy when I was waiting for my invite from Fix and it just. I played it on stream. You could have just jumped in. Stop it. Um, it was like the one time I play a game that wasn't GTA on stream. Look, whenever you go live, I assume you're playing GTA. <laughs> I, th I think most of my audience does now. That's why I stopped turning up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, it was. Yeah, I had a really good time. I played with some RP friends actually. They jumped over. I was like, oh, we want to we want to play something different today. Can we jump in? And I was like, sure, why not? So we played and yeah, we chatted. It was yeah, it was. It's just so good. It's so good. Like it's it's. I'm playing as Jill and he's playing as Master Chief, and we're all running around just having fun. And do you know what I think the best thing about it now is with the no build is like knowing when you've died, you've died just because you were bad and the other person was yeah. better than you. It's such a good feeling instead of this kid or man or woman or non-binary person who can just crank nineties for fun, and I'm just like. I dislike you. you. This isn't fun. You, Getting outplayed by somebody, I'm fine with. Getting outbuilt, not it. Not also, it. when they would, out, when they were able to outbuild you, and then they'd outbuild you, and then put traps. In yeah, the that, room, that, 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 and yeah. you would just die because no. there's like nothing. Even if there is something I could do, yeah, I, I as a player, cannot do it. Yep, no <laughs> chance. Um, yeah, and other than that, uh, for what people care about on the podcast, I'm playing more NBA 2K. Um, gone back into that world. Unlocked my, finally unlocked my, um, like, my big new house, um, which is, like, very good. I'm very happy about it. So I've got this new zip line now. So I can go to any court that I like by jumping on a zip line from the top of, what they call it? Penthouse. Um, I've unlocked the penthouse now. So, yeah, very happy. I am very that happy. That is accurate to real life. There are zip lines and houses they go to yeah. random locations. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was, it was very fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, like I say, starting Tiny Tina. Hopefully this week, fingers crossed. Um, I've also got what else have I got that I'm meant to start? Lego. Um, still waiting to play that with Matt, but we just haven't been able to schedule it. Soon, my scheduling will be a lot better, which is good. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So, yes. Let's get into this week's dashboard. A piece of news that absolutely missed me, and I'm so happy I get to like talk to you guys about it because I did not see this at all. That's how you know I'm not paying attention to video games news anymore because I missed this. 
Oh my god. A new Towers from the Borderlands game will be releasing this year. What the hell? Hold up a minute. What the hell is going on? Like, what the? What the? Yeah. Wait, what, what happened? Uh, when did this get announced? <laughs> so it was announced at PAX East. Oh. Uh, I honestly forgot PAX East was happening until I saw some people tweeting at the end of the event. And oh. after this, oh, I had already seen this got announced. But, uh, but yeah, it's not the same characters as before it's brand new characters in this game yeah so I, I i did see a lot of people disappointed yeah uh that it's not the old characters yeah that sucks i'll be honest with you i would like to have gone on an adventure with those characters again but if it is even 70 percent as good as the first seat like the first game i'll be happy yeah i i will say that i saw some people complaining that telltales isn't attached to this um, my thing is that even if it was Telltale's, it wouldn't be the Telltale that made this game, yeah. that made the first game. Yeah. So it's kind of an irrelevant point, whether yeah. the name of Telltale's attached to it or not. Yeah, I, yeah. The, so the the tweet that went out was new adventure, new characters, new towels, and all new towels from the Borderlands is coming in 2022 from Gearbox and 2K. Holy shit! Yes. I'm very happy. I love I love being in the Borderlands world. And that's the that's the crazy thing. I'm sure people are like, yeah, whatever, Fixer. You're an absolute liar, mate. You haven't even started a Tiny Tina. The reason I haven't started Tiny Tina is because I want to play. That's my most anticipated game for this year. Because I don't believe Harry Potter's coming out. So, like, the, not Harry Potter. Hogwarts Legacy. Sorry. I shouldn't call it Harry Potter. It's not, Harry Potter's not there. Everybody knew what um, you were, man. <clears throat> but yeah. So, yeah, I'm oh, I'm very excited. Very excited. Can't wait to play through this in one day, hopefully. And it be uh, hopefully they do the same thing that the new Life is Strange does, where it's like full game, you can still do chapters if you choose to, go at your own pace, sort of thing. I'd love love that, but yeah, I am this year as well. Don't know if I believe that, but sure. I will I'll, I'll pretend. I'll pretend and be excited. Why the hell not? I'm going to be quickie. honest. So towards quick. the end of this while you're talking about Telltales. I thought you were talking about Tiny Tina. No. And I'm like, what's he talking about? Like chapters? I'm like, did I play the wrong game? <laughs> no, different games, mate. Different games. <laughs> Go on, Matt. I just wanted to very quickly, but in, uh, we mentioned Hogwarts Legacy, and so we should also mention FJK Ron. Yes, FJK Ron. Sorry. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> um, you guys going to play this? You interested in this? Are you excited? No, not like me. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I never played the first one. And Go I play kinda it. Meant to. I always kind of meant to, and then and it, other things came along, perfect. and I didn't hear about it. And you know. Go play through with the missus. That's the perfect game for you guys. He's already played it. Oh, she loved it. Well, then go play it. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Do if I tell her this is happening, that. she'll get excited, and then she'll want to play season one again, and we'll play it together. There you go. It'll be great. Perfect. It'll be great. Perfect. Uh, next up, Outriders World Slayer is a new expansion with the campaign, endgame, and a whole lot of new guns. Square Enix and People Can Fly have announced Outlanders World Slayer, an expansion for the 2021's chaotic looter shooter, which will loon, uh, which will loon, which will launch this June. You see where I got loon and June back there? You know, yeah, 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 that's, that's, yeah that's that's uh, uh, Jesus, I oh, man, Outriders already dropped the ball, didn't they? We don't, we, they didn't they didn't drop the ball, but it just didn't it just didn't that story just sucked the life out of me and then by the time I got to the end game I was like ah, maybe maybe we yeah. start at the end from now on and tell the story backwards. 
dude. Start honestly, with the end game. The start game end like, game, is, and then add the story after. End game is the funniest thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, I agree. But you I have don't to build the, the character at that point. I know. Yeah. I know, yeah, but it's, it's a struggle, but absolutely correct. Why don't we launch a game called Endgame that is just Outriders Endgame? A riff of Outriders Endgame. Oh, I was going to say, fun fact um, you're able to boost a character to this to level 30 to play through them. Uh, it's a how free, unlimited same. boost. So, how many characters you want, you can, so you can get straight all into the, the content. And I was like, yeah. You get to go directly to the endgame, and then I'm like, no, they're going to have another campaign for this. That's not true. Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be it's, another campaign for this expansion, yeah. which then we need to then play yeah. to then get to the endgame, which and is probably most, the funnest part. Uh, you know, the, the worst thing also is if you're like, if you're somebody like me, I like playing multiple different characters. It's the need to play through the campaign multiple different times to get to the end game and it's so tedious that I don't think I'm able to do it in games anymore. That just thinking about it in this is like, I don't even know if I, I would want to play the campaign for an Outriders. The thing is, the gameplay is actually quite fun for Outriders. Like, I had yep. fun with the gameplay. Yeah. It's just the story, and there was a few there was a few issues that launched that crash in and stuff like that. It, it just... I did beat it, so it can't have been that bad, because I did beat it, but... Yeah, no. No, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. Uh, Next up, Overwatch 2 impressions are out. Crash, what's the consensus on this one? Um, people are liking it. People are liking it so far. Um, they've announced a few different stuff. Two characters got reworks: Doomfist and Arisa. Matt, you played Overwatch, correct? Or am I incorrect? I did play the original Overwatch and then dipped in and out very lightly um, over the past few years, and probably haven't played it now for at least two years. Fun fact: I own this game yeah. on PC xbox and playstation and i must have put a combined hours of like three into all those yeah. platforms on fact definitely for xbox you bought it for Haley. i bought it for Haley, and then because she was yeah. watching some she, streamer play it, it and then she never played yeah. it yeah shocker shocker yeah yeah um everything about this so far is really good i would like to reiterate activision is in a really shady spot currently so yeah. who knows when this game will drop in the climate around that yes yeah 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 you, you seem you seem to disapprove it. no 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 i'm not just dis- no 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 i mean i'm okay. not disapproving i'm just like bro there's so many there's so many people who work on all this stuff and we just oh absolutely i feel like i feel like have we gotten to a point now as a podcast where as much i agree with you on jk rowling 1000 percent. i understand it but do we do the game a disservice by always bringing up the negative and all the people that have worked on it? I will say yes for this game, specifically because Xbox is looking to buy Activision. And okay. so it directly ties to Xbox. Okay. JK Rowland, no, still F JK Rowland. Stop it. Come on. We all yeah, know that. For sure. We of all course. know that. We all know of course. That. Stop it. Come on. Here's um, what I'll say about this Overwatch 2 stuff very quickly. Um, no, I've no. seen a lot of the gameplay, uh, you know, people playing in the office and stuff like that. Um, as somebody who enjoyed the first Overwatch and put a fair amount of hours into it when it first launched and then kind of drifted off, um, I haven't seen anything from Overwatch 2 that got me excited for Overwatch 2, um, including I will often look at somebody's screen and go, oh, I know this map like the back of my hand. It's the exact same game. It looks like the same game. They're all the same That's characters. because Overwatch 2 multiplayer is free if you have Overwatch 1. Oh. Yeah. I did not so know that. So the only thing yeah. you're paying for is like the new skins for the characters and then um, 
the single player PVE type of stuff that they're launching. Was the story story stuff? Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Then uh, I retract my statement. I'm still not excited. So actually, so, no, I don't yeah, retract my statement. I feel like I feel like I am. I'm there with you, Matt. I am not excited either. I don't think this is going to be a big deal, as much as I think we once thought it might have been. Like I don't know. It's, it just it seems like the weirdest sequel ever. It's taken way too long, and the way you, the marketing for it's just going to be so weird now, and that it's Overwatch two, and like Matt was saying, like it's a brand new game, but it all looks similar. It's like no, the multiplayer, like what they should have done is just be like, uh, Overwatch free to play called it a 2.0 update or whatever yeah um and then like you have this campaign dlc that you can buy labeling it overwatch 2 and then doing this type of launch is just confusing mm -hmm. um i think it's dope that they let people carry over the skins from overwatch one and all that stuff that stuff's all cool but i think the messaging is just weird and then it's also just taken a really long time from when this was announced to now for people to even be interested the only people i've seen really interested are the people who are into overwatch yeah of course includes me i played a lot of overwatch so i'm looking forward to this but for most people it is just yeah isn't this just overwatch one pretty much that's my settlement isn't it just overwatch one looks exactly the same which you can say that about loads of games so i'm not like no boohooing or nothing like that but yeah yeah it just yeah i don't know i don't know um that's it, boys, this week. That is the end of our news. Let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Crash, what are you going to plug this week, my dude? Uh, please, the way you guys did uh, this week uh, for dropping questions, do that again for next week. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I didn't have to ask for questions. We just had questions. So if you're, listening to, questions this, as well. if you're listening to this right now, ask your question right now. Or after the podcast. If Make you, sure you get for the end. All if, right? Make sure you get there. If you see a new story and there's something that you're like, that piques interest to you, or you have a question around it, just ask a question about it. Yeah. Don't, and plus, by the way, sometimes we'll say, oh, you know, oh, I'm struggling. Just write what you got right. Yeah. I will edit yeah. it out, the stuff that I don't care about. But ask your question. Don't, don't worry. Ask your question. Or, I like the way uh, Origin Cookie Man does his questions. Because he'll put like a whole question and he puts brackets of like the information of like he wants to interject. And sometimes I read it, sometimes I don't. You know, I like it. I like it. Keep it coming. All right? Keep it coming. Matt, what are you going to plug this week? Uh, you should subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit the notification bell. Because every Monday, I know I missed two weeks, but every Monday I am live playing Elden Ring. And when I'm done with Elden Ring, maybe I'll play Tunic or something else that somebody suggests on the podcast or whatever. Um... And hopefully as well, me and Fix are going to stream some Lego. Some I'm point. still, I'm done. We need to just figure out a time and date. But I am 100% yeah. done. I am, this week is like stupid. Keep an eye on my Twitter. Um, if you want to see what I'm up to this week, I am at a lot of stuff. A lot of events and a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, keep an eye on my Twitter. Uh, big one to promote this week, uh, I guess is on my, over on my Twitter actually, at MC Fixer. I'm giving away the Xbox keys that I showed on the podcast about two weeks ago um and you didn't because the video failed so do you want to show them now do you have it to hand oh the video failed for that podcast and so they never actually saw it you're right and if you're listening to the audio version of this right now then this is a treat because fixes looking around his room lost confused Upset. Yeah, no, I can't find. Can he them. even do the giveaway if he can't, can't find the keys? Well, yeah, because I know not. where the give. I know where the giveaway <laughs> one is, but that's yeah, in a box, and I haven't opened that one. But my fair, one, fair, fair. I 
Go to his Twitter page. He has pictures of them on the Twitter page. They are cool. Um, listen to last the two weeks ago's podcast and just imagine them. Yeah, and they're cooler than that. Yeah, yeah sorry, I can't them. find them. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen to the podcast from two weeks ago. Yeah, while looking at Fixer's Twitter, and then you'll mm. get the full experience. I did use my good camera to take the photos. So they do look like very nice. They, they are very nice. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a Forza one, there's a Halo one, there's a Back for Blood one, there's a Flight Simulator one, there is a... Oh, oh, I'll tell you what. I've got the Halo one on my keyboard, so I can show you that. I don't know if I'll be... Um, if I can get it to... There, there it you go. Sort oh, of. Well, kind of. Oh, oh. Come on. It's a great audio podcast. Come on. Come. Love you, potato. There you go. There it is. So yeah, that's the exactly. Halo key, which is on my keyboard now. Um, Master Chief, Master helmet. Chief helmet. It's do you know what? I said it on Twitter, and that wasn't that. Don't get, I'm not paid. It's not an ad, nothing like that. It's just Xbox wanted to send these things over and ask if I would want to give one away to the community. I do think it might be one of the coolest things I've ever gotten from a PR package because it's just so unique, and the fact mm. that I'm able to give one away to you guys. That like I had people tagging me like, I had people DMing me. I should say that. George just said it to me. George just said it to me. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not how this works. So yeah, go like, go retweet, go follow me on Twitter to be entered into the giveaway. I'm going to do it probably the end of this week. So probably on Monday, of ne probably next Monday, I'll probably do the, the full giveaway. So yeah, go and get yourself entered for that, especially if you're an Xbox fan. Even if you haven't got a keyboard, I think it's a dope item to have. So might as well not. Mm. It's free. Boys, that's it for another week of my Xbox and me. Thank you all for listening. Uh, remember, review the podcast. And until next time, we will love you. Leave you. See you later. Good boys. Goodbye.